The Way to You podcast, episode 456 with Mike Brown. Repetition is the mother of success. I don't know if you've heard that before, but, well, it seems like you can't learn stuff from just hearing, reading it once, and you have to hear it a few times several times, you have to read it a few times, and generally take information into your brain and make it stick. And there's no getting away from that. So, obviously, when I do repeats here, when I repeat topics here, it is only for a reason of trying to get it into people's heads to get them aware of it. Because if I drop a piece of information once, then it's going to go in one ear and out the other. It it may stick in some people if it seems significant, but overall, if we hear something once, unless it's very remarkable, it's not going to be something that we remember for, for any period of time. In fact, we may not even remember it 10 seconds later. Um, because modern man has lost the ability to retain very much information at a time for the simple reason he doesn't focus on anything for very long. And if you're lucky enough to be able to focus on things for a longer time, then, you know, that would improve all of your cognitive skills. But, of course, in the age of social media god bless it and instant information and communication we're constantly moving from thing to thing from topic to topic from piece of input to piece of input so nothing really strikes us as that remarkable enough to really hold on to for very long um and it's said in marketing that you have eight seconds to make an impression these days with a headline. So you have to make it something that pulls people in, obviously, now. That is the skill of a great marketer, to be able to stop people in their tracks, to create what is termed a pattern interrupt, Um, which is to get people out of their pattern at the time and just to make them stop, look and think. And you have about eight seconds to do that. So, you know, that's just the way it is now. You know, personally, I rail against it in my own heart, but um, it's just the way things are. And you can't change things that easily once things are a set trend. You know, unless you're good enough to. So, given that we're all basically goldfish mines, really going around our bowls, looking at this, that, and and the rest, it's um, it's important that we hear things quite a lot, which is why a lot of personal development coaches tend to repeat topics. Time and time and time again, till you're basically sick of hearing them. Um, and that, at that point, 
when you get bored of hearing something again and again, that's the point at which you're probably learning it. You know, enough is enough, you might say. Your conscious mind might say, but actually on a deeper level, it's just sort of storing itself as a piece of information in your mind. Now, I don't know everything about how the brain works. I fully confess that, and it's something I would like to know more about. But um, I do know from personal experience that, you know, having learned things and having had to pass exams and stuff in my life and just keep hold of information, you know, I'm very grateful for the ability to retain information because that is really what it's about when it comes to storing information for exams and stuff or later in life just storing information. I certainly don't do any exams now, but in a way, every time I do a piece of marketing, there is an examination in it and that's the name of the game. And sometimes it's, I think to myself, I don't know very much about this subject, marketing that is. I know far more about other subjects, but marketing is the stuff that one has to know if one's going to make a success out of business. So in a way, it's the most important stuff I learn. And it's also something that seems to take the longest. What I find with marketing is it's rather like going on a journey on a boat round a winding river. And you think you've come to sort of your destination, then suddenly you get to another bend in the river and you realize that you haven't. And there's a whole load more water stretching far, far in front. Now, a few years back, and I've done this several times, I went on a remarkable boat journey around the canal, canals of a place called Alepe, which is in the south, it's in Kerala. And it's called um, the Venice of Kerala. Alepe, it's also known as Aleputza. And the chief attraction to this place is that it has these waterways, the Kerala, Kerala waterways. And quite apart from the fact it totally inspired me when I was there the first time and the second time and the third time, it's notable for this. You can go along these waterways in a boat. You can take a tour out for not too much, you know. If you come from the West, you can easily afford this this particular treat, you know, for an afternoon or maybe longer. And you go from, say, what looks like a wide river into a small channel, a canal, through areas where people live, and then five minutes later, you come out of the canal into a lake, what seems like a lake. And then you go across the lake into another small canal. And these waterways are intricate. And quite frankly, going into marketing feels a bit like this really long three hour journey around the waterways where everything changes fast nothing stays the same and you never know quite where the end is um, but I guess there's a point at which you really have grasped enough to know what you're doing with it which is something 
you know, it's rather like moving from conscious knowing to unconscious knowing, but keeping it in your conscience, conscience, consciousness, um, which is probably something you know about. When we don't know something, we we're unconsciously ignorant about it because you know say with driving and we're very young we're unconsciously ignorant about it then as we get older we realize that we're consciously ignorant about it and we have to go and learn how to drive take a test and then as we practice and have lessons and get familiar with learning how to drive a car we become consciously um, aware of it consciously knowing it and then once we consciously knowing it for a while it all gets stored into our unconscious and we conscious we unconsciously know it that is unless we're racing drivers in which case we have to co stay in a state of consciously knowing it because we always have to learn new things just to keep ahead of the game and it's really the same with any field of being a total expert in you have to be prepared to keep on learning because you have to be aware and so with marketing you know more than anywhere really repetition breeds success because it's not necessarily um, the easiest stuff to learn it doesn't always sort of come across as that easy and there's you have to be prepared to learn an awful lot of mindset stuff as well. Now, why am I talking about marketing? Because that is the sort of subject that you do have to keep on repeating, as I said. But also it's quintessential to know it, you know, so that you learn the skills to know more about yourself. And it's also a way of getting stuff out there so that people can buy it. That's the most obvious, simple thing. Now, as a weight loss coach, I want to find people who want to lose weight, obviously. Uh, but it's not everybody who wants to lose weight wants to learn the way I'm teaching. So I have to find the sort of people that would, like, would want to know how to lose weight with the information I've got. Um, and I teach it with a very generous amount of personal development because weight loss to my mind is intrinsically about personal development and you know you're working on your physical person but it can extend further into your brain and there's an awful lot of mindset and attitude involved in losing weight I mean for instance you have to go at it day after day after day after day following a food plan that restricts what your intake is so that you don't go over your limits so that over time you lose weight you know it's not just a one-off day where you don't eat very much or you eat far less than you normally eat no it's day after day week after week month after month and in some cases year upon year you know so that you get to a goal weight and if you're sincere about it you just suck it up and do the work you know, you get on with it, you know, provided you have a method that works. And okay, sometimes it's difficult, sometimes it's easy. But you don't 
give in to the hardness or the ease of it. You know, you just it, you just let it be. But to get to that point where you let it be, you have to learn certain things. You have to be aware of certain things, which is where you learn the mindset stuff to enable you to do that so that, you know, things like knowing your why, which is something, you know, knowing your reasons why you want to do it. That's an obvious thing to tell people about because that is very crucial to your mindset knowing why you want to lose weight. Are you losing it for you or are you losing it for other people? And what do you want to get out of it? And obviously with anything, if your why is strong enough, then you'll take it to the, to the end because that will be driving you along. And I think for myself, and probably for most people who do it, if you learn how to do it, for a while, then once you've, once you've taken it to the end, you're not going to actually want to stop. You know, you may stop for a day, you may stop for two days, but you're to, going to want to go back because if you're achieving progress, then that will keep you going. Progress should be enough motivation in itself once you have the original why, the reason. But, you know, your why can... It's essential to know why you're doing it. And at the bottom of any such why is your self-esteem. You know, once you've asked yourself why often enough, like, why do you want to lose weight because of health reasons? Because I want to feel well. Why do you want to feel well? Because I want to stay alive in good health. Why do you want to stay alive in good health? because I love myself. And the bottom line to all wise is to do with love or self-esteem. And that's, that's the way it is, you know. The bottom line is to do with how you view yourself. Because if you didn't love yourself, you wouldn't actually probably bother to do it. You'd stay stuck with an overweight body that, oh, well, it doesn't matter, does it? You know, if you don't really love and cherish yourself, you don't want to be the best version of yourself. You might just as well be any, any old version of yourself. But even if you claim not to love yourself, then why don't you love yourself? Because others don't love me. But why are others important? Because I make them important. But why do you make them important? Because... I don't feel secure enough without it. Why? You know, it all comes down to basically the reason behind pretty much what, why we're doing anything is because we love ourselves or why we don't do it because we don't love ourselves. But that can be a false situation, not loving oneself. It may not actually be the proper story. Um, because behind feelings of unworthiness, feelings of not deserving, a certain amount of anger and bitterness because somebody's made you feel like that. It hasn't come from just you. It's come as a reaction to what other people have said, done, the way they've treated you. You know, particularly when you're young. You don't understand everything when you're young. I mean, kids 
when their parents split up, they think they're the fault, which, you know, is very often, usually that is completely wrong. And it's never really their fault. Nobody are, they didn't ask to be put on this earth. Um, you know, the parents, for one reason or another, had the kid. Um, you know, so the, the child is always innocent when it comes to that. But the child is also sensitive and can decide that, you know, for no reason, quite irrationally, that he or she is to blame. And, that, you know, that sort of feeling can stick. Or somebody is always angry with them, you know, they end up feeling they must be useless if somebody's always angry with them without realizing that actually anger is the only thing that that other person can feel because that's the way they behave and the problem's with them, not with the child. But the child doesn't know that. Um, and all the, you know, all these sort of limiting beliefs come about because of it. So getting to a point of knowing why you want to lose weight, say, and feeling, getting to a point actually where you, you actually understand that you are worthy of you treating yourself in this sort of way so that you can be the best version of yourself. You know, you have to be able to get to that point in order to achieve things. So, you know, if you're doing something that's important enough, then having, you'll stay with it if your underlying reasons are strong enough and they're compelling enough. And this is sort of thing that one has to make clear again and again and again, like repeating it. And so, as I said, repetition is the mother of success. Eventually, you understand that in relation to losing weight or whatever it is you're trying to achieve, having a strong enough why will get you to the end. It'll give you enough motivation, the fuel, to get you there. Um, and that's it, really. Anyway, that's all I have for you today. Thank you very much. And I always appreciate people listening and getting something, hopefully, from what I say. And hopefully I'll catch you on a another call soon. Bye.